verses 14 through 16. We'll begin standing in honor to the word of the Lord. And I'm going to read that and we're going to pray and get into the word. The Lord says himself in 2 Chronicles 7, 14, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves. Somebody say humble themselves. Humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. I will. I'm losing my notes here. from the screen and turn from their wicked ways then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land verse 15 now everybody say now now mine eyes shall be open and my ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place for now Once again, would you say now? Now. See, it's a cause and effect thing. That's why the Lord is saying now. Now have I chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever and mine eyes and mine heart shall be there perpetually or continually. I want to continue what we've been preaching. Repentance, the key to lasting joy repentance the key to lasting joy would you pray with me while you're still standing lord jesus we love you we give you praise for your faithfulness for your presence we give you thanks lord god for your spirit that's reaching for every one of us to turn from our sin to turn from our wicked ways lord and to turn lord god to undivided lord god undistracted relationship with you Lord, I pray, Lord God, that today teach us to live repentance. Teach us to walk in your abundant joy and victory in our life. We ask you in Jesus' name. Amen. Can we clap our hands one more time unto the Lord as you're seated? Hallelujah, Jesus. We give you praise today. We give you glory and honor. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. The key to lasting joy is repentance. As we read this scripture today, we see a cause and effect taking place. The Lord says, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then, everybody say then, then it's a cause and effect amen we've learned in school if you ever you know some of us it's it's further away than others amen i'm starting to become one of those but but there's that if then factor if this then this we call it cause and effect and the lord says that if his people will humble themselves and pray and seek his face and turn from their wicked ways, then, here's the effect, God will hear from heaven. God will forgive their sin, and he will heal their land. But it does not stop there. It does not stop. The Lord does not stop with hearing your prayer. The Lord does not stop with forgiving 
our sin. The Lord does not stop with healing our land, and that means more than just healing our bodies, but healing our possessions, uh, healing our minds, healing, making us whole. But the Lord says he continues with Amen. The effect, the cause is when we pray. The cause is when we humble ourselves. The cause is when we repent. And the effect continues with the Lord saying in verse 15, Now mine eyes, because you prayed, because you humbled yourself, because you sought my face and not my hand. Are you hearing me this morning? When we seek his hand, that means we're only interested in possession. When we seek his face, that means we're interested in relationship. Some people never move past seeking God's hand. They only want what he can give without wanting him. But the effect continues to say, in addition to all the previous things, now mine eyes shall be open. Now you're on my radar. When we repent... That places us on God's radar like never before. Amen. We learned last week. Amen. Jesus said that when one sinner repents, uh, all the angels in heaven rejoice. uh, And you can be rest assured uh, that if the angels in heaven are rejoicing, certainly the Lord himself, our God, our creator, is rejoicing emphatically, is rejoicing passionately when just one sinner repents. Repentance gets us on the radar of God. Now mine eyes shall be open and my ears attentive unto the prayer that is made in this place. We were praying amiss until we repented. What's repentance? Again, it is turning from sin and turning to God. It's not just about what we stop doing. Repentance is about what we start doing. Uh, Amen. I leave the place of sin. Uh, Amen. I start doing what God tells me to do. Uh, Amen. And I stop doing the things that God tells me not to do. That is repentance. And the Lord says, my ears are going to be attentive to your prayer. That's what repentance brings. He continues the effect. For now have I chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever. Not only does repentance place us on God's radar, repentance makes us a chosen people. Repentance makes you and I, amen, special individuals to God. Not for us to look at ourselves like we're better than anyone else. But it just brings us into a closer category with God. It brings us into closer communion with God. Amen. He says, for now have I chosen and sanctified. I've set apart. I've set in a special place. I have purified this house that my name may be there forever. And mine eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually. Repentance attracts the heart of 
God. Listen to me. The Lord loves everybody. The Lord loves everybody. But it's like there's a lot of people who love you. And there's a lot of people that you love. Let's flip it that way. There's a lot of people that you love, but you're not close to everybody that you love. Hello, somebody, right? Can we all say that? If we're all brutally honest, there's a lot of people we love, but because of people's choices and the way they interact with us, uh, amen, we have a choice and they have a choice just like God has a choice. Uh, and the Bible says that he loves us with an everlasting love. That means God chose to love us. God makes his move and says, next move, you're up. What's your move? Amen. He chose to love us. And when we repent, we're saying, we choose you too, God. And he says, because you choose me, you step out from among the billions of people who God loves but don't love him back. And you become a chosen people. You, you become a special people. You become a people who are on God's radar like nobody else. Uh, there's a people, there's billions of people, amen, who don't believe in God. Uh, amen, they don't see the miracles of God, although them waking up every day is a miracle. But they may not see, amen, many manifestations of God's presence in power. But if they were to repent, turn from sin, and turn towards God, they would begin to see his power and see his glory and see his presence and feel his favor like they've never felt before. If you want to get God's attention, then we must repent, turn from our sin turn back to God there's a cause and effect taking place in the scripture there's an action from us and a reaction from God the Lord says if you do this then I will do this amen and in these verses of scripture 14 through 16 the Lord spends half a verse talking about what we need to do and then he spends two and a half verses talking about what he will do. Hear that again. Read 2 Chronicles 7, 14 through 16. He says, if you do this, half a verse, four things. Humble yourself. Pray. Seek my face. Turn from your wicked ways. And then the Lord just starts saying, if you will just do those four things to repent, and I'm going to hear your voice. I'm going to heal your land. I'm going to forgive your sin. I'm going to make you a chosen people. And God just keeps overflowing and overflowing what he's going to do. It's not even a fair deal to God. But that's what we were singing about. That he's a good, good father. That he's loved by us. We, that we're loved by him, rather. Amen. And that we, we really can't outgive God. We cannot outlove God. It is impossible to outlove God. So you might as well dedicate your life to trying 
Because if you'll dedicate your life to trying to out-love God, you're going to find the overflowing love and power of God manifest in your life like you never imagined. Amen. That ought to be enough what we heard in the scripture of what the Lord will do. He's going to hear from heaven. He's going to forgive sin. He's going to heal their land. His eyes are going to be open and on you. His ears are going to be attentive to your prayer. He said, my name, I'm going to put my name on you. My heart's going to be with you perpetually to the people who repent. That's an amazing reaction, God, for my action to repentance towards God. If we want to get God's attention, if we want to get heaven's attention, heaven's attention is always on those who repent. When we repent, God says, now I will choose you and sanctify you. When we repent, God says, I will give you my eyes in my heart forever. For this is the heart that daily repents before God. I need repentance. I said it last Sunday. You need repentance. Uh, repentance is not a past thing. We should never speak of repentance in past. Uh, repentance is for today. Uh, repentance is for the sinner. Repentance is for the saint. Uh, repentance is for every pastor, every bishop, every president, every pope. Uh, repentance is for humanity. Uh, Jesus said, except ye repent, you will all likewise pay repentance is for all of us I said repentance all of us friend of God as long as you're living on on this green earth uh, amen you will never outlive the need to repent you could have a Holy Ghost for 60 years and 89 years old and you're if you're living and breathing you're gonna need to repent I'm going to need to repent. And I should want to repent. I should want to repent. I should want to mourn for my sin. I should want to turn from everything that separates me from God. Because repentance is the key to lasting joy. We must repent. Jesus said in Mark 1 15, he meant that the time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. We must repent and believe the gospel. The gospel of Jesus Christ simply means the good news of Jesus. We must turn from sin and turn to God and believe his word. Amen. That's the only way we're going to have victory. God's word will never fail us. God's word, amen, will uphold us and build us. We'll grow in faith. Amen. When we repent and believe the gospel, we'll walk in victory. Jesus commands us to believe the gospel because he knows that it is impossible to please him. If we don't believe him. We learned in Thrive earlier today 
that faith and repentance are connected. Jesus knows that we won't do his will if we don't have faith. Hebrews 11.6 says this, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. That sounds like repentance. That sounds like a daily turning from sin and a daily turning to God. If I'm diligent, it's not once in a blue moon. It's not once in a while. If I'm diligent, it's every day, several times a day. David said in Psalms 55 verse 17, evening, morning, and at noon will I pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. That sounds like repentance. That sounds like David turning his heart towards God. Uh, Lord, I, I haven't graduated from repentance. Uh, Lord, I've written 150 psalms, uh, but I haven't graduated from repentance. Lord, I've slayed giants like Goliath. Uh, Saul's killed thousands, and I've killed tens of thousands, uh, but I have not graduated from repentance. Uh, evening, morning, and at noon will I pray. And cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. We need to erase the myth of repentance as just merely saying, I'm sorry. Repentance is turning from sin and turning to God. Turning from sin and turning to God. And I need to do that evening, morning, and at noon. Will I return from sin and turn to God? Come on, you may have had an awesome prayer meeting on Monday morning, but then somebody says something to you at work that didn't sit too good for you, and you had all sorts of thoughts running through your mind. You were on the way home from work, and somebody cut you off, and, and then retaliation rolls up in you, and you're like, I'm going to fix you, whatever. I need to repent. Or you went home, and your spouse said something to you, or, or your kids said something to you, or, or somebody didn't do something, or things didn't go right the way you thought they should go. And a mindset or a word or something we did or said or thought that was contrary to the nature and character of God rose up in us. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. You know what I need to do? I need to be like David, evening, morning, and at noon will I pray. Basically what David was saying, uh, evening, morning, and at noon, I'm going to turn from sin and I'm going to turn to God. It's the key to lasting joy in our lives. If I don't have faith, I won't seek God. If I don't have faith, I won't turn from sin. If I don't have faith, I won't repent. The Lord said, I'm a reward of them that diligently seek me. Seeking God is repentance. I'm choosing to seek the Lord. I'm turning my heart towards the Lord. It's the key to lasting joy. And the Lord says, I'm going to reward that behavior. If I don't have faith, I won't seek God. If I don't have faith, I won't repent. Romans 10, 17. I'm going to take a moment and pause because you need to write that down. 
Text it to yourself. Put it down as soon as you can. Romans 10, verse 17. Amen. You need to put this somewhere where you can see it in your life every day. Because if I can't please God without faith, then I need to figure out how to get faith. How do we get faith? It's in Romans 10, 17. Keep in mind, again, Hebrews 11, 6 says, without faith it is impossible to please him. It's impossible to please God without faith. Next verse, Romans 10. Write this down. Take this home. Highlight it in your Bible. You know, it's not sacrilegious to highlight in your Bible. The Bible's, amen, not necessarily look pretty, but to lead us to salvation. Here's how faith comes. So then faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. This is one of a number of scriptures of why we need to be at church every Sunday, every midweek or grow group. Uh, amen. I, we, we need to make it a priority to be in the house of God. Amen. And not just that alone. Okay. You got some people who are church only and don't have devotion at home. You have some people who, who say, well, I'm just going to pray at home, but don't go to church. We need both. The Bible commands us about both. I need to pray at church and at home. I need to read the Bible at church and at home. I need to be a disciple at church and at home. Amen. How do I get faith? By the word of God. I need to hear the word of God. To get faith. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Satan, we need to understand this as I'm nearing the close today. Satan wants to destroy your faith in God. You know why Adam and Eve fell in the garden? Because they walked by sight and not by faith. They walked by, amen, it wasn't necessarily visual sight, but it was understanding sight. That tree was in the garden. God gave them a commandment that may, they may have not necessarily agreed with or understood. Lack of faith says, I only do what I understand. I only do what makes sense. Faith obeys God's word when it doesn't make sense, when it doesn't add up, when it doesn't line with our feelings. That's faith. The Bible talks about Abraham and said that he believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Because as we learn to thrive today, faith always leads to action. Faith is not a confession. Faith is action. I must act on what I confess I believe. Adam and Eve fell because they believed the serpent more than they believed God. Satan wants to destroy your faith in God. Jesus knows how important our faith is to our salvation. Jesus knows how important our faith is to our repentance. Amen. If repentance is the key to lasting joy, don't you think Satan's going to do everything he can to steal your joy? Satan's going to do everything he can to keep us from repenting? Why? Because he knows repentance brings joy. Repentance brings blessing. 
There's so many things we could talk about that come when we turn from sin and turn to God. Satan wants to destroy our faith in God, and he knows that we need faith to repent. I won't repent if I don't believe God. I won't turn to God if I, believe, if I don't believe God. In Luke 22, verses 31 and 32, the Bible says, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you or to possess you, that he may sift you as wheat. Satan wants to cut you up. Satan wants to destroy your life. He's talking to Peter here. Satan has desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. That Satan wants to run you through the mill. You get the mental picture? That's what Satan wants to do to us. And Jesus said to Peter, but I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, what does converted mean? Changed. Sounds like repentance. It sounds like repentance. When thou art converted, if you have faith, if you'll keep your faith in me, Peter, you're going to turn from sin and you're going to turn to me. And the result of you turning to me is going to be a changed life. A transformed life, a joyful life. When you are converted, Peter, strengthen thy brethren. Share with them what I've done for you because you turned to me. Can we all stand today? Repentance is the gateway to transforming relationship with Jesus Christ. Repentance is the key to lasting joy. Here's, here's how this works. Just gonna, we're going to make it practical, okay? Jesus, his words are simple. They are light. They are truth. Jesus doesn't speak over our heads. Okay? It's as simple as this. Faith is walking with God. Walking with God. Again, Abraham walked with God. Bible, Bible, the Lord said, you know, Abraham believed. I mean, you're not going to walk with God if if. You don't believe God. The Bible says, how can two walk together except they be agreed? So Abraham's agreeing with God. He's saying, I believe you and I'm going the journey with you. Now when I step away from God, it's because I don't believe God. And let's face it, we've all done that a time or two or many more in our lifetimes. 
We didn't believe God. God was trying to take us to the next place, the next dimension. And we're like, I don't know if I believe that. You know, there's been some that said, I don't know if it even requires all that. But that's usually because we don't believe what God has ahead for us. So what repentance is, and we've all done this, or many of us have. Maybe some of us, there's somebody in this room who's never walked with God. You can today. You can today. You can walk closely with God today. But we've distanced ourselves from God because we didn't understand or we, we didn't believe or we didn't agree with God. And repentance is saying, I'm coming back, Lord. I'm coming back. Aren't you glad the Lord didn't forsake you? Even when I stepped away and I wasn't walking with Jesus stride for stride, step for step. Amen. Jesus, Jesus came looking for me and said, hey, hey, I'm over here. You want to come join me? There's still room for you here. I still have a purpose for you here. I still have a plan for you here. I still have a destiny for you. You want to join me? I see you're over there. I see you're distressed. I see you're in turmoil. I see you've lost your joy. I see you've lost your way. I'm still here. All you have to do is repent. What is repentance? It's just meaning I'm turning from walking by myself. I'm going back to walking with God. I'm going to seek the Lord evening, morning, and at noon will I pray and cry aloud. This means I'm going back to faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I'm going back to prayer. I'm going back to the word of God. I'm going back to surrender. Amen. I know we've heard this many times in this church, and we wonder, is that really all it takes? What's really going to happen if I commit to prayer? What's really going to happen if I open up my heart and seek God's word every day? What's really going to happen, God? That's the, that's the battle that's going on. That's what Jesus was talking about. Peter, Satan desires to sift you as wheat. Satan desires to destroy your faith. Lord, what are you really going to do? That's the, that's the middle ground. That's the battleground right there. And Jesus is saying, I'm praying for you that your faith fails not. I'm praying that when you're in this valley of decision, between am I going to believe God or not? Am I going to walk with God or not? Am I going to turn from sin or not? Jesus is saying, I'm praying for you that your faith will not. And when you are converted, when you are changed, when you finally make that decision to say, okay, I'm going to believe. I don't understand it, but that doesn't matter if I understand it. I'm going to believe. I don't know where you're taking me, God, but I'm going to believe. I'm going to trust you that if you made me, if you created me, if you died for me and shed your own blood, if you're this invested in me, if you're this interested in me, that even when I'm in my mess and in my sin, you keep calling my name. Walking with you must be worth it. So I'm going to turn from this mess. I'm going to turn from this junk. I'm going to turn from this emptiness. And I'm going to say yes 
I wonder if there's somebody in the house today who feels that way about Jesus and wants to make up in your mind before God today and say, Lord, I'm choosing to repent. If that's you, I want to invite you to make your way towards this altar. Amen. I invite you to leave the valley of decision and make a decision. I'm going to walk with you, Lord. I'm going to make you my choice. Lord God, I'm going to humble myself. I'm going to seek your face. I'm going to pray. I'm going to turn from my wicked ways. And Lord, you're going to hear my prayer. I'm going to be on your radar. Come on, church. These altars are open. Come on. Would you find a place to pray right now? Let's turn to repentance right now. <coughs> In the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. Right where you are. Come on. Make your way down to this place. Let's pursue God. Let's make a decision. Come on. Why don't you lift your hands unto the Lord right now. And close your eyes. And lift up your heart. And lift up your voice and say, Lord, I'm repenting again. Amen. It's still morning. And so I'm going to take time to pray. I'm going to take time to repent. Lord, I'm going to take time to be changed. Lord Jesus, right now. Come on, everybody in this place. Would you lift your voice unto the Lord? Let's turn our hearts to God right now. Let's turn to sin right now. Lord Jesus, I come to you, Lord. Oh, God, saying, Lord, I've heard your word today. I receive your word today. I believe you're a rewarder of those who seek you. Lord, I believe you're a rewarder of those who turn from sin. And I've come to seek your face. I've come to turn from my wicked ways. I've come to turn from the lying, from the deceit, from the cheating, from the greed, from the from the lust, the lies, the selfishness, the rebellion, the indifference. I've come to turn from it all, God. I've come to turn from the excuses. I've come to turn to you, Jesus. I'm turning my heart in you in worship. I'm turning my heart to you in obedience today. Come on, somebody. I more than this service, but I need faith for life.